as we welcome Bishop Patrick. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for another opportunity, another chance to receive even more words that will change our lives. Thank you for the spirit that enters as we are spoken to. Let the transformation be complete in us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. God bless you. May be seated. As I said earlier on, that um, embrace new ideas. One of the um, most important things that you must live here with is wisdom. Is, is wisdom. It's not that. Um, we are here to you can see there's no oil here at all there's no oil there's nothing here at all like that but what you see here are books yeah books on both sides and all that I'm preaching is from a book what Bishop Charles was preaching from is a book and um, I'm sure many of us know the father of this house you, you may know him as an evangelist and an apostle who has planted about 4,000 churches in the world and has gone to 92 countries but a very powerful engine in him is the books that he's writing and that has been for us the lifeline that has kept us many of us strong in ministry his books and I said that you must get this book the art of leadership it will be a mistake to leave this conference without taking that book and then the other books the loyalty series that, that we are trying to go through it will be a mistake to leave here without those books also but when you add these few books together it's almost half the price of the whole Macarius. So, so, so the Macarius is the is the best package you must take as you are going away from here. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. How many have a Macarius here? Can I see your hand? Yeah, it's good. But there are more who can get it. Yeah, there are more who need it. It is something which is not left in the wrapper in my office. But I pull it out all the time. This morning, this afternoon, I want to 
just take another chapter from the art of leadership which will further emphasize why you must read more it is this never use power without wisdom and or wisdom without power never use power without wisdom or wisdom without power um, but the reality is that many of us you have some power by virtue of your position you have some power so that one there is there and you can use it but it's the wisdom we are not sure about it is that where you are possibly lacking it is that place where you may be using power and not applying wisdom that is causing problems in your life and ministry there is a place where you shout and there's a place where you don't shout are, are you here one day someone was telling me that his children are uh, so rebellious and they, and they talk back to him and they, and they are so they, 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 they fight him so I asked him that hey what, what is happening then he asked me do I, do I beat my children I said this question the answer is there's an answer there's an answer and I said yes but it depends on which child you are talking about then they asked me what, what do I mean I said I have three children I have three children there is one I shout then I finished there is number two I talk I don't shout I don't beat I just talk then he does it number three you must apply pressure <laughs> and I said that if I had ever beaten one or two I may, I may, I may lose them there was never any need to beat them never never, never. so if you have if you say oh you beat your children be careful maybe you are beating the wrong one because some children you don't beat them you just talk to them but there are some dear and that's the only way you must apply wisdom in the handling of everything so never use power without wisdom 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 24 
going to talk about a very significant man Jesus um, we have a description of him and it is Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God so Christ had a large measure of both power and wisdom the power of God and the wisdom of God and that's, that's the example we have we are called Christians that example so combining power and wisdom will help the church to grow amen amen combining power and wisdom will help you in your life school and 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 circular life combining power and wisdom will help you to take the right decisions amen amen you can pray and receive instruction the wisdom of god power of god these will help you to take the right decision and and combining power and wisdom will help you to be successful amen amen are you here this morning this afternoon combining power and wisdom now let's go further Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7 Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7 Wisdom is the principal thing Therefore get wisdom and with all thy getting get understanding amen amen are you here this afternoon wisdom and power but now we're saying wisdom is the principal thing what you can notice clearly is that Jesus had all power and all wisdom I mean he had power he could walk on water he had power he could speak to the wind and the waves he had power he could take a few loaves of bread and multiply it to feed 5,000, 7,000 I mean impossible disease like leprosy he could heal it blindness he could i mean cripples no problem even the dead that he met the the, the daughter daughter the widow's son lazarus even the dead that he met he raised them so there was no there's no question 
of of him not having power. But if you read the gospels very well, you will notice one thing. Jesus used wisdom far more frequently than power. I mean he had the power no doubt about it but many 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 more times whenever he was in a, in a dilemma or in a conflict or in any situation he used wisdom to, to make a way that is why this conference these days from today to Friday there's not one oil anywhere. Just check and see. Not one oil. I'll be surprised if there's any laying on of hands. I'll be very surprised. Though all things are possible, I'll be surprised. But what will be touching on continually from today to Friday evening is books. Books. We'll be pressing books, different books, different packages, different op- uh, offers, just books. Do you know why? Because books bring wisdom. And wisdom is the principal thing. Put your hands together. I want to just in a few minutes show you why wisdom is the principal thing. And, and how it works mysteriously in our lives. First Corinthians again, chapter 2. Verse 1 to 7. And I, brethren, came, came when I came to you came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. How be it, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world. Nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery even the hidden mystery which God ordained before the world unto our glory hallelujah Amen. look there are many things we need to succeed in life 
There are many things we need to have to be successful in our ministries. Amen. And and they fall into categories. One is, I mean, two broad categories: power and and wisdom. Natural things and spiritual things. All these are all these together work and cause us to build our churches. You cannot build a church on one single rule or one single thing you have learned. Amen. Amen. That is why you cannot come to one single day of a conference like this, receive one thing and then go away I'm going to build my church. No. There is nothing on any one day that is the key to your church growing. But there are many things you pick up over the four days. And each of these will work together to bring you to a point where suddenly your church will begin to grow. So may you determine to receive all that God has for you Amen. at this time. Amen. Amen. Every, everything that God has determined you will pick up, receive you here. Let it be so. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There are many things we need. There are many things we need. We need a lot of things. Somebody needs instruments. Now, if your speaker is so bad that nobody can hear what you are saying. Somebody, your location is so bad that nobody will come to your church. You are very anointed. Oh, I said you are anointed. Oh, you are you are actually very anointed. But the corner where you have put your church there, angel from God must bring people to your church. The smell, the baller, the area, the corner, how they will get their crowd, they can't find it. It's, it's a very good church. You are a very good pastor. But where you are, it's not a good place. You are in a class, you are in a classroom. And I say all classroom. One day my pastor took me to a classroom. <laughs> My pastor to a classroom. So the classroom. A block, six classroom block. classroom Six classroom block. Hey, every room a church. Six churches. Every room. Every church. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm not finished. The other block. Also six. Also, so Every room, a church. So there were twelve churches in the com- the compound. I tell you, when I got there, about two churches didn't have speaker. So I speakers. Mine was one of them. That's for the near back And then look, don't laugh at me. Somebody was there. He too didn't have a speaker. Now the speaker. The pastor said, look. Look, look. Hey, look. He in the in the class in the church where you are in the room with the people. 
I'm talking to them like that, they can't hear me. Tell somebody maybe that is why your church is not growing. I should be saying, I don't know. I said maybe. I don't know. I said maybe that is why your church is not growing. Where it is. Yeah, there are many factors that affect church growth. Some of times you're, you're preaching, there's no point in your preaching. You preach, ah, when you are finished, what did he say? We don't know what you have said. Yeah, you preach, but they start from Abraham, then Abraham and Jacob, and then you went to a Moses. Hey, I don't see where. Where did Moses come from? Abraham and Jacob and Moses. Uh, your your preaching is not orderly. So, so those who are listening, they can't understand the whole thing. Are you here this afternoon? So, so these, there are many different things. But wisdom is the principal thing you need to grow your church. Wisdom is the principal thing. A very interesting scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 19. Wisdom strengtheneth the wise more than ten mighty men which are in the city. Wisdom strengthens the wise more than ten mighty men that are in the city. I remember when I was in primary school. A fight that happened between two people in my class. Um, from, they are from different countries. Two people. And they fought in the, in my, in, in the class. I was there. I was a witness. I didn't fight some. I was there. One was called something. It begins with F. He was strong. The other was called something. It begins with J. He was not not so strong. Yeah, but the strong one was. It was. I mean, he was. When you hold his hand, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Really hard. The other one was like me. Why are you laughing? I'm, I'm okay. I'm also there. So, but it was like me. And at the end of the fight, the strong one was crying. And then the other one was laughing and and just smiling. And then one of our teachers was watching the two of them. Then he called the two. He called the strong one. No, Fred and I not stronger than him. I not stronger than him. How come he's making you cry? And then he was because one was stronger, but the other was wiser. So he would come and pull his nose, pull his nose, and then jump back. And then the other guy, he would throw his hand. And then shoom it to pass it. And then you come and say, then you come and tease him and insult him in his language. 
and you'll be angry and you'll throw his hand and you'll just dodge easily and then you'll be coming push him and then look, look then I saw the battle is not to the strong and, and so it's not power power is important but strength wisdom strengtheneth the wise more than ten mighty men in the city. So there is more advantage to being strong, wise, mentally strong than physically strong. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And that is why these days you must definitely live here carrying this thing under your arm or on your head, depending on whether you are a lady or a gentleman or else buying extra books to go and share but wisdom strengthens more than 10 mighty men in the city I didn't hear any amen amen and um, the reason why the reason why sometimes people are a bit skeptical and unsure about what we are saying is because there are two types of wisdom. When we say wisdom, we use one word. But there are two types of wisdom. Um, verse 6. Verse 6. Uh, How be it we speak among them that are perfect, not the wisdom of this world. There's the wisdom of men. Verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God. So there's the wisdom of men of this world. And there's the wisdom of God. Are you listening? There are two different wisdoms that are operating in this world. And many of us, we are, we are very much unconsciously aware of the wisdom of this world. The, the wisdom of this world is like a very sharp kind of person who does tricks and, and escapes but that is not the wisdom we are talking about because that wisdom it often comes to naught so all those who try to use the wisdom of men to do things for God they often don't work that is why we don't trust in the wisdom of men but the wisdom of God Amen Amen. the wisdom of God that is what we trust in that is what is going to lift you up high hallelujah Amen but God's wisdom is a mystery one of the greatest keys how many want to grow their church how many want to have a buy, one day buy a brand new car not from any but your own church has brought risen up and prospered and 
been able to buy cars for every pastor in your church. I mean, things are very good ideas. If I tell you the road to that wonderful thing is one book called Mega Church. Many of you will wonder what am I talking about? Has somebody come for that book? Can, can somebody give me a copy? One book called Mega Church. It will change, it will change your life. It will change your ministry. It's, tell somebody it's more than going for a, 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 a PhD course or it's more than going to do a course. It's that book, Mega Church. Thank you very much. This one single book, it, it has a greater power to change your church than so many other things that we are trying. How many are trying to grow their church? How many are looking for ideas, doing different things? This one book, it has so many wisdom steps. But you see, God's wisdom is, is a mysterious thing. It is, it is, if I give you this book, you will wonder, what have I done? But I have actually given you the foundation to a great church. Amen. Amen. Why is it a mystery? Why is this, why is this, why do we say that mystery of God, the God, wisdom of God is a mystery? Because by this book, I came here some years ago. When I came here first some years ago, it was not like this. It was a small uh, building on a foundation, just a bit further back towards the end of the building. They had two services at that time. It was about hundred people. That was the church I came to beat. Some years later, this is what you have. Get me almost to a thousand. Uh, plenty, I mean, activity all day Sunday. And what has changed the church? I will tell you this book that's what I use all the time why is it a mystery because others also have the same book but there's no change others have the same book under their pillow in their bag in their tables wherever the same book but their church has not changed mine has grown almost 10 times since I took over this is the same it's a mystery it's a mystery the same book it's working for one person and the other person has the same book but, but can't see top are you here? 
is a mystery uh, and that is what makes some people mistrust or not understand why we must pursue God the wisdom we must chase it follow it I didn't hear an amen amen you see it is a wisdom it's a mystery but if you can pursue it what happens men's wisdom ends in not it comes to not but the wisdom of God even though it is hidden it was ordained by God before the world unto our glory this morning this this afternoon if you can pursue this wisdom long enough long enough long enough you will see church growth in your church you will see fantastic church growth I didn't hear a good amen amen you will see something you have never done before that a certain wisdom from God pursuing these books your church will become a fantastic church may somebody's church begin to grow after this season amen church growth tell somebody it can start immediately amen Amen. It can start. It can start right away. It is not that something a season must pass before my church begins to grow. It can start right away. What will bring your church? What else will make your church grow? I will tell you. The power of habits. Amen. Amen. The power of habits. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Know about the power of habits. And develop good habits. I'm, I'm not talking about buying a book and taking it home and then you read it once that's not a habit that's an occasion I don't mean you go to church and pray once then you don't do it again but I, I mean something you do regularly that is a habit amen, amen. what is a habit a habit is an act that is repeated easily without thinking about it or planning to do it amen amen an act a habit is something you do how many here will confess you don't do quiet time every morning you struggle sometimes check your neighbor say my neighbor I don't think you are doing quiet time every morning but your hand is down tap your neighbor say I don't think you do quiet time every morning but your hand is down I suspect that you are struggling 
with that quiet time thing. It's true. Ask your neighbor, do you do quiet time every morning? Tell them we are in church. Speak the truth. And shame the devil. Yeah. Some some of us, unless you remember, you don't do quiet time. Oh, it's not true. How many forget to do quiet time sometimes? You forget. How many forget to bath sometimes? <laughs> oh no, it's a question. You forget <laughs> to bath. How many, when you are late to go to town, to go to work, you remember quiet time, but you just pass on? You are late. You remember, oh, quiet time. But you just say, oh, Mikaba. And just pass on. Because you are late. Okay. How many are late? But because you are late, you don't brush your teeth. Then you go. <laughs> no, you are late. You are late. But then you say, hey, I'm late. I will brush my teeth. Hey, I do go come. I'll brush when I come back. How many do that? Do you know why? Because brushing your teeth is so ingrained as a habit. That even if you go out and you don't brush your teeth, mm-hmm. even you, you can't talk again. Because you are even thinking of how they are smelling your smelly mouth. So, so nobody is chasing you, but you yourself will go back and brush your teeth before you go out. And even though you are very late, you will rush and do a five-minute bath and apply the makeup and lipstick before you go. Do you know why? It's a habit. It's a deep ingrained habit. Even if you want to cry, you can't stop. Hallelujah. Amen. How many bath in the evenings? <laughs> why, why are you laughing? If you don't bath, say I don't bath some. I don't bath some. You bath in the evenings. Yeah. How many the whole day you have not gone anywhere, but you bath in the evening again? You are wasting water. Right? You are wasting water. You have not gone anywhere. You bath in the morning. You are in the house the whole day. You have not sweated one sweat. You are not going to lift anything. But even before you sleep, you go and bath again. Why? It's a habit. It's an ingrained habit. Even though there's totally no need for another bath. You bath still. Are you here? So a habit is something that is repeated easily and without thinking or planning to do it. A habit is an act that becomes your custom whether you are conscious of it or not. So you no longer bath to wash away dirt. You don't bath to wash away sweat. Just bath. It's a habit. A habit is often an insignificant act that seems to have no power to affect the future. 
na e kafsa ese suban na kwa adie bia e hunse da ni mfasode bia e kama asase ni tumi mpo se betumi asesa e dachi i mean it's a, a, a habit is a small i mean it's it's, a, it's something we just do all the time how can it it doesn't seem to have a power to change our future e kama ese that, that is why many people do not take much attention or pay attention to cultivating habits because you don't see the, the benefit of a habit and the habits you have you didn't plan to get them you got them nobody planned to learn how to bath you just started bathing, then you bath, then you bath, then you bath. Now you bath. That's all. Amen. 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 But a habit can reappear and reappear and reappear. But a habit can really one day mark a turning point in your life. One young man was working in a bank. But he was also a pastor. And he had a habit of being a good preacher. And now, oh, there, there, are, there are ways of preaching that are very uh, interesting. Some preachers they come and they preach their message. This is because even when a leader is under pressure, he will certainly do good things habitually, naturally, and easily. And under pressure, the leader. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying something very important too. I'm giving you a very important book from the point from the book. And it's a, this point can change your life. But how I am presenting it is not changing your life at all. It's how it is coming. Is making you sleep if I, if I if I continue for a long long time, I am sure I will have to find water to wake up some people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a way of presentation. But, but this guy was constantly presenting his message in a lively way to catch the attention of his church members until became his habit then one day his his boss called him let's go for a meeting where the boss was going to present a, a, a report to the board so the boss was going to prepare and he was going to assist no problem I'm just following along. But something happened. And the boss was late. But he was there. And the boss said, bring the report. And his boss said, look, we cannot delay with the report. So you, go and give the report. Me? Yes, you. To the board? Yes, to the board. So, unprepared. He took the report and went to present it. And He saw hard faces. board members who were waiting for a money report. Hard, 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 hard faces. Hard faces. Then, as they were there, 
said these pieces I've seen some before in my church like this they don't smile they don't laugh they are the same I'm coming to do the same thing I do in my church at the board meeting. Make eye contact. Change your voice up and down. Make them laugh sometimes. Walk up and down. Preach in a charismatic way. So he gave me support. Like a preaching. When he finished the ball and all smiling, say, hey! Who is this fantastic guy in our church? In our bank? Oh, they say, who is this great guy? And at once, they give you a promotion. May your promotion come by the things you are doing here. But a habit of preaching nicely has come to change his future. Not, not that I'm now learning what to do now. What do I do? let me tell you something when you are under pressure you forget to pray you don't how many have forgotten to pray once you were hot and you didn't pray and when you got to say oh I should have prayed it's not a habit it's not a habit a habit often insignificant but has power to affect the future. A habit can be good or bad. Good habits are repeated as easily as bad habits. How many have ever been there one place at the one time at a very important place? Then you put your finger on your nose. <laughs> How many have done some before? You were at a very nice upper class place. So our company from before you are aware, you are, you are checking <laughs> your finger. You have got to invoke your bad habits here. Amen. Amen. Good habit, bad habit, they can be repeated just as easily. Bad habit will lead to failure without even trying to fail yeah bad habits just by itself it will lead you to failure and good habits will lead you to success listen to this one bad habits are easy to form but difficult to live with Easy to form, so difficult to live with. So good habits are difficult to form, but easy to live with. So when you have a good habit, so oh, it's very easy. People like you. When you get up now, then you are in the chair. When you go now, you bath, you fold your clothes. You become a champion in the house. Good habits are very welcome. Are you listening? Number nine. Every good leader, every successful leader has a number of good habits. I thought you say amen to that one. Amen. Every successful leader 
has a number of good habits. If you want to be a successful leader, you must have good habits. And then good habits are a safety procedure for leaders. So this afternoon, 20 good habits you must have. 20 good habits. Everybody here, every one of us. 20 good habits. And I will tell you, that you have to be honest, as I'm giving them, as you write it, if you have it, tick. If you have it, tick. If you don't have it, leave it blank. And a habit is not something you do sometimes. I know everybody here does quiet time sometimes. I know everybody here. But it's not a habit. So don't say, when I say quiet time, then we all raise our hand. It's not true. Don't raise your hand at quiet time. If you do not do quiet time every day, what I see every day? What I see every day? What I see? Huh? It means every day. Don't take it. If I say, do you bath every day? Is it simple? You understand that one? Every day is what? Who here doesn't bath every day? <laughs> Why no? Almost nobody. Who here doesn't do quiet time every day? Excuse me. Excuse me. Who here doesn't do quiet time every day? So, so that one don't take yes. That, that habit I'm coming to list. Don't take yes. Okay? Great. 20 good habits every leader must have. Number one, read your Bible every day. Not almost every day. If you miss one day, is it every day? Read your Bible every day. If you do, take. If you don't, don't oh, yeah. take. If you, write it down. It's your target. If you do, tick. To say, if don't you don't do, don't take. So and no my. copying, please. Independent work. No copying. Oh, you take it, I'll take You write, I write. No, no, no. Tell somebody, you walk your own walk. But read the Bible every day. If you don't, you won't. If you don't read the Bible every day, you won't. If you don't read it under pressure, it will just go out. I remember some years ago. Okay, number two. Quiet time every day. So your quiet time, Have a quiet time 
every day. See your quiet time. The beer. You don't do it. Sonya, don't take. Men take him too. You don't do it. Sonya, don't don't be deceived by neighbor's smile. They are smiling, but they don't take. <laughs> I taught my children to do quiet time. It wasn't easy. Much shouting and fighting. Buying books. Get quiet time books. They also had saved teachers who were also pressing them. One day I saw him was learning the chapter, a whole chapter. I said, hey, they are serious. But I, I said quiet time is a good habit you must learn it many years ago he was in um, second, uh, senior high but he was a day student he wasn't a boarder I don't believe in boarding school again formerly when we were children, when you go to boarding school, you become a good Christian. When you come home, then you backslide. Now, when you go to school, you go and backslide. School, school is a worse environment than home these days. So I made them all go to day school. And then he was not crying, I was in Kumasi. Once in a while, when I'm in a class, oh, let me go and drop you at school just to be spend more time with him. His school was at Dansoma. Dansoma, hey, if you get there after 6:30, traffic will appear from nowhere like a ghost. Just appear. If you get there before 6.30, you just drive easy through. If you get there at 6.30, 6.40, prepare to join the long queue of slow-moving traffic. And his school too, I think by 7, they are closing the gates. Any latecomer must stay outside. So one day I was there, I said, Oh, let me take you to school. So I, I was ready. 625. Are you ready? He said, yes, I'm coming. Then I was with him. 628. Hey, are you ready? Yes, I'm coming. Then I sat down to watch the news. While I was waiting. And I jump up. Hey, 633. Hey, are you coming? Are you ready? Yes, I'm coming. I said, you are getting late. Oh. He said, yes, I'm coming. 635. Hey, are you serious? Are you coming? Yes, I'm coming. So I said, hey, I'm coming. 640. I said, now you are becoming late. You will be locked outside the gate. Do you know that they will lock the gate at 7? Yes, daddy, I'm coming. I said, the boy is not serious. So I jumped up and I was running up the steps to his room. 
Then I opened the door. I said, What is wrong with you? What are you doing? What? He was sitting down there at his table doing quiet time. I said, Finish. I said, sit down and finish. Don't worry, I'll wait for you. If you understand quiet time enough to don't mind being late to school. I said, oh, sit down, take your time. Finish. Then I went downstairs. And I said, oh God, thank you. That they know you themselves. Today, he's a pastor. The power of quiet time daily quiet time has changed his future these are the habits every pastor must have you must have your quiet time every morning this one this one I'm asking you this one I'm worried this one I'm worried the first one I didn't ask but this one day I will ask you do you do quiet time every morning this one dear in fact like I won't ask but I'm forced I'm being pressed to ask you do you do quiet time every morning look all these books you see here all the messages in the audio podcast on the on the internet all the messages bishop's quiet time that's all he says what he preaches every Sunday is his quiet time that God speaks to him and so you want to do look we are here with just one agenda how to be good workers and servants of God and grow our churches. That's so, all. That's the only reason why we are here. How to do the work of God properly and strongly and more. There's no other agenda. There's no other reason. Quiet time. Tell somebody quiet time. Every day. Put your hands together for this one. Number three. Pray for minimum one hour every day. The smiles are increasing. (laughs) Pray for one hour. Pray for one hour every day. Four to five. Five to six. Six to seven. Whichever time fits you. Pray one hour every day. Amen. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. Pray one hour. When you pray one hour every day. When you hear, shall we pray? Anywhere at all. It's easy. Some people, when you say, shall we pray? Then they are now begin to wind up themselves. Have to now begin to wind up and then. <coughs> 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 then they are looking and saying, "How how do I start? How, how do I start? Okay, shall we pray? 
Um, okay. How many were praying? They forgot you were praying. <laughs> no, you are here. I know you are here. You forgot that they say we have to pray. You see, it's because you don't pray. It's because it's not a it's not a habit in your life. If prayer is a habit in your life, anywhere they say, shall we pray? Oh, you just you just move into gear and then Look, any time I thought they say, "Shall we pray?" We just start flowing. Amen. Amen. One day, one of my friends, he was looking for a job at a, a car washing base, and they asked ask him, "Can you drive a car?" He said, "Yes." He couldn't drive. But he said yes. So it's a car washing base. So they just wash cars and just wash the car. That's all. Wash the car and leave it there. One day, some man came there. He parked his car. Not in car. At the at the parking lot. Then he just said. Then he jumped down. No see Young man, I'm late. Take the car inside the place. No Then he the keys inside. Then he just went away with his briefcase. And I hey. My friend who said he can drive. Now he was there. And he was the one nearest the car. So the boss shout, Move the car inside. Move the car inside. He sat down in a room by some misfortune and yet automatic car it's in the automatic a year manual automatic a year manual he put the car into first about 10 times trying to move the car then when you look everybody was watching Everybody has now put their hand out watching him. Everybody, the the pressure is more. Pressure is more. You are sweating air conditioned car. And then you spot that thing, put it in first gear, then the engine will die. Mm. Then it came say, hey, no, come, say down, come down, come down. See from I go away. You can't drive car. If you say you can pray, and it's time to pray, and you can't just move straight into prayer. They don't know how to pray. Many of our members they don't know how to pray. Our church members they don't know how to pray. Shall we pray? Not a prayer. I know the empire, but they're just standing there. So much now, I'm going to drink. Do you know why? They don't pray. I'm on bumpai. And and some of us who are here, you are you are their brothers. Because you don't pray. So so bumpai. When I say, shall we pray? Just one minute. Lay hands on your stomach. So you just lay hands on your stomach. 
Fast of prayer. Lay hands on your head. Fast of prayer. Shall we pray? That's prayer. That's prayer. And it comes from practice. From praying all the time. Every day you are praying. Some days, prayer is hard work. Some days, when I'm praying, it's like I'm chewing gravel. Then it's, it's not working. There are other days too when you start to pray, then you're just swimming in a river. And the day that you pray after two minutes, you are tired. It is only by praying one hour every day that you can master how to pray in every environment, every situation, mm, and mm. every condition. That's the only way. way. By praying one hour every day. Then any time, day or night, when they tap you, shall we pray? You are already ready. It becomes, it becomes a habit. Easy to continue. May you pray one hour every day. Amen. I said, may you pray one hour every day. Amen. Number four, fast. Once a week. Fast. 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 Some of you, I don't have food. (laughs) So I'm fasting. No. It's not that one. When you don't have food and you don't eat, and you fast, why? It's called poverty. poverty. It's not fasting. Fasting is I have planned to not eat at this time. Fast. At least once every week. When you fast, you bring your body under control. Amen. Amen. When you fast, you bring your body under control. I was lucky I was brought up in a certain way among some Christian friends. And, and, and one guy told me that, listen, the body is for you. You must control it. So I said, yeah, it's my body. I will eat when I like. So, me and a certain friend, we had a plan. We eat when we like. So, we can be there. And then today, I will eat. That's what I will eat. Why? To tell the body, you eat when I give you permission. You don't, eat because, you don't eat because you are hungry. No. You eat when you get permission to eat. Then when they say fast, I say fast is not a problem. We can fast. Any day we can fast. Because we have learnt it. But those of you who the whole year you don't fast. When you hear fast, there are some bad news. Tell somebody you must fast at least once a week. Amen. Amen. At least once a week. 
Hallelujah. Amen. It's not something that you don't do it. You do it. Amen. Amen. Number five. Always listen to preaching messages. Preaching. Always listen to asking about what message are you listening to? What message are you listening to? Not radio. Not radio. Radio is not under your control. What message are you listening to? Everybody must have a source of messages. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Always listen to a message. The way the world has become, there are messages everywhere. Not many have cars. But every phone is a media player. And so, phone a kita on a bit to me about messages. I'm waiting. Tell your neighbor, let me check your phone. Hey, catch your new outing. I'm making sure of phone a kita. Let me check your phone. How how advanced is your phone? So, I'm making sure, sir, of phone a corner. Nima, there must be messages on your phone. And so, unya preach nibi be our phone. So, if there's music on your phone but no message, you're not correct. If there is music on your phone, but no messages, you're not correct. There must be messages on your phone. Amen. That's why we have podcasts. And one of these days, we'll take our time to go through the podcast, how to do podcasts, how to download, how to access. In the podcast, there's messages. 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 Hey, messages. There's also going online. Audio.org. Messages. And videos. Tell somebody you have no reason to have no message to listen to. Number six. Always read a book. Always have a book you are reading. It should be a habit, always. Just even just carry a book. When you are going to town, just pick up a book and carry it. Anywhere I go, just carry any book and hold it and just go. When you have a few minutes, read it. That's all. Tell somebody always have a book. Always have a book that you are reading. I don't carry one book. I carry three books. Because I'm not sure which one I feel like reading. So I always carry about three books. And when I'm going away for a weekend, so or call baby, I could debate. I take five or six. And your Sometimes I pick up this book and say, nah, not today. Then I put it down. Then I pick another one. But I want to have a book that I'm reading. So Amen. Amen. You must have a book you are reading. If you don't have a book you are reading, you are losing something. It's a good habit you are not developing. Number seven. Play only Christian music in your house. Hey. You have Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, Stone Boy. All these things are in your house, in your life. 
So we are Christian. Oh, the amount for bus on the stone boy and audio bo. You say it's on the radio. They go can't say on radio so. Turn the radio off. The bus are not doing no. See how quiet. Hmm. See how quiet. Hmm. Yeah. Don't let. Don't play secular music. Memory as in Look. Every song has the spirits. We don't have time to go there this this after this evening. Every song has a spirit. The writer is saying something. And he's passing it on to you in a spirit. As you listen, something is entering you. That's why Elijah said that I need to find a minstrel if I can prophesy. And as soon as now, or different oxygen, so when you be able to turn them, it's not come. And when you watch these voodoo horror films, I was just asking you who we been so. Before they ever call the ghost or the witches to come, they take some drum. And they play on the drums. There's always a music that brings a spirit. Yeah. Every spirit, some music will bring it. May you not bring evil spirits on yourself. Amen. May you not be bringing secular, lustful, natural, dre- funny dressing. Sp- you wonder why people dress funny. Is the music you're listening to? Why some people don't matter that the skirt is short here and they don't mind? And you are worried for them. Is there a certain spirit that is following them? Tell somebody, listen to only Christian music. Amen. Amen. Have a long fast at the beginning of every year. Look, UD, we do it every year. I hope our members do it also. Some of us, you, you are not, you didn't do it well. You are hot. The years passed. There must be a long fast every year. So that you are focusing on what God is going to do for you. Amen. 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 Number nine. Are you taking? Hey, can you take? Some of you are not you shouldn't take any at all. Yeah, because I've not come to your own yet. All is zero. I know. I know you are here. Don't worry. I'll give you one or two that you can take. Number nine, have a long prayer time at least once a week. What's a long prayer time? Non-stop prayer. Between three and six hours. For pastors, six to eight hours. For pastors, six to eight hours. For human beings, three to six hours. So, but why are you laughing? Actually, human being. Uh, so you can't, you can't escape. Don't say I'm busy. No. Are you a human being? Three to six hours. Are you a pastor? Six to eight hours. Take one day or one evening. Wake up early and pray from five to ten. Or something like that. Then you've done five hours. In the evening, do three more. You have hit it. Amen. Amen. There is no way 
to pray long prayer without stopping something. You must choose what you are going to stop to pray long hours. Ask the what will you stop? Hmm. Is it TV? Is it rest? Is it chatting? Is it strolling? What will you stop to pray long? You can't pray. Your day is full. So you must stop something. What will you stop? Add it to the list. What you will stop to pray long prayers? Amen. Amen. What you will stop to pray long prayers? Number nine. Number ten. Let your closest friends be members of the same sex. Let your closest friends be members of the same sex. Prevent something bad happening to you by mistake. Amen. Amen. Look, if you're a man, it's very serious. Take it seriously. Amen. Amen. And if you're a woman, to take it seriously. Oh, he's like a brother. You don't know what he's thinking. I said, you don't know the thoughts passing through his head sometimes. As you are passing and you are going and look at your buttocks, he's looking, thoughts are coming to his head. You say, he's my brother. But he sees something else. Amen. Are you here? Oh, you don't believe me? Ask a brother nearby. Ask a brother. Ask is there no girl who's a sister, but still your thoughts? Are, I mean, I mean thoughts, thoughts, thinking thoughts. I can't say, but you know what I mean. Ask a brother nearby. Have you not had any ideas on a girl who's a sister to you? thought to pass to your head it's not true it's true you are seeing things it's not a fault it's how you are made that's all it's how you are made amen amen let your closest friends be of the same sex oh is a brother I can change in the in his room when he's there. When he crosses the leg, it's not that <laughs> it's not he's relaxing. He's hiding erection. Yeah. You are there. You say, Oh, I can change. It's my brother. Then you move your blouse. I can change. I can change. He's here. I can change. Oh, 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 yeah, my brother. No be anything. When he crossed his leg, his direction. Okay, okay. Yeah, he hey, it's, oh, it's not true. These are habits. These are habits that you do. You must just cultivate. So that one day, a good habit will save you from a bad trouble. Amen. And you will not be caught up into any how to explain. Why, you know, I, 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 you know, Pastor, it wasn't my fault. You know, the weather, it was cool. I, hey. Why are you explaining? If you were in male company or together with other girls, 
There'll be no explanations. No eleven. If you are married, so chat with your wife every day. Every day. If you are married, so there must be no day that you don't talk with your wife. Even when you are quarreling, you talk to your wife. My wife, every day we, we, we chat every day. So for see beyond you reading come. Even when we are in the house. So move him. I'm in one room. I said, oh no, what time back? She's in a different room. I know so dying from we will text back and forth. Oh more the phone be didn't come. We will just be texting. Then she right. ask you. I want to ask you something. So she should ask, they will talk back and forth. I won't wait for her to come or when you wait, sometimes you wait and then when the thing comes, you have forgotten. Talk always with your wife or your husband. Hallelujah. Amen. Every night. Talk. And I You're thinking something bad. Talk to your wife. Every night. Talk to your okay, have sex every night. You're a bad boy. Every night. You're having sex. How? your wife every night I think it was this morning this morning I was doing something in my room I was the day had started it was after after almost around 7 then I said hey then I called my wife good morning I have not said good morning yet we have been talking and we woke up talking Friend, you know, or man, I said, Hey, I said, Good morning, good morning. So, I'm Good morning, I say, Good morning every morning. Some mornings we wake up talking, or somebody, a phone call has come, and then we wake up running already. She told me, I'll be friend, I'll be sent to a man, come on, and I'm so cross, and I saw my house to say, Good morning. So, be catch and say, March, hey, hey, tell somebody you must talk to your wife. Catch you, say, If you are married. Ask him, are you married? Excuse me, sir. Madam, yes, sir. are you married? Sir, how are you? Excuse me, madam. Excuse me, sir. Are you married? Talk to your husband every day. Every day. I didn't hear amen. Amen. Talk to your wife or husband every day. Number 12. If you have children, these are pastors' good habits. Play with your children. And talk to your children every day. These are these are habits. Not that oh I will do. It's a habit you do all the time. We are there When I was working in town, I have three boys. So they are big boys now. One day they were very small, all of them. Like and I was walking in town. No, no, my name Krum. And I was talking to them. No, no, Mudin Kumu. As we were walking. Then some man passed me. And he looked back at me. No, and he said, ah, talking to these children's. Ah, I mean, I see why? Talking to children. I was surprised at the thing he said. Talking to children. Hey, we talk every day. No, we, we ask questions, we answer questions all the time. So, so now that they are men, 
two are married and they are men now it's easy to talk to them now it's easy my one son is abroad we talk every day it is is never a problem why it's it's a culture it's a habit now some of us you grow up and then talk to your father you don't know what to say when you see grown ups uh, uh, hey we we are thought to be quiet you lost the habit and, and maybe when you don't talk to your children you are robbing them also of the ability to talk to grown ups so they too grow up and become men who become mui mui when they are big men in the house no 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 talk to your children every day you must be able to lie down on the ground and play with them don't be serious don't be so serious you are too serious your child calls you say hey it's a very serious title no 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 my my eldest son used to call me Patrick. Because when he was the only son, nobody called me daddy. Everybody around called me Patrick. So he to call me Patrick some. <laughs> he said, Hey Patrick, where are you going? I said, hey. <laughs> What do you mean? Said, ah, but you are Patrick. I said. Hey. <laughs> he called me Patrick. That they call joy doy because nobody call me daddy so nobody no be friend so i had to teach him to call me daddy before his brother was born so that he will learn something quickly but but talk to your children hallelujah are you here this evening look we are you see you you say ah how does this thing affect church growth it's very important it's making you a complete minister of 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 the gospel with good habits and i'm bringing some very good habits down there you wait come in i have very good habits that you must have i hope you have passed zero you have take at least one or two or three you have passed zero still zero one two three four five have mercy on them Number 13. Have sex regularly. Hey. Aha. Uh-huh. Hey. Ah, they were happy too fast. <laughs> I'm on family people. Have sex regularly. I didn't hear an amen from the husbands. Amen. From their husbands. Amen. 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 You must have sex regularly. One day I, I, I called a certain wife. And I told her, You don't understand. No, I said, You don't understand. You say that you don't feel like it. I said, We, we feel like it. 
we feel like it they say oh i don't feel like it i said no you don't understand we feel like it if we don't get it we'll get it yeah if you don't give it there is somebody on the touch line is joggy on the touch line oh, yeah, when, oh when would they call oh, me when they call me yeah, uh, uh, it's your turn hey i'm ready i'm ready ready for action you'll be amazed every woman your husband someone likes here every woman let me tell you your husband somebody's dream somebody is is i like this man there are some two who don't care that he's married don't care if you don't have sex with your husband or wife regularly regularly three times a week hey, hey. What, what what are you thinking once a week like the fasting like the fasting no not the fasting this one is enjoyment there is more than the fasting three times a week are you listening three times a week or if you are clapping clap well only husbands can clap we have to finish you have to finish number 14 rest once a week rest once a week there, there must be one day of the week that you rest let me be practical with you I mean, no the way our lives are I will tell you pick one evening of the week that you go home early and you rest because one day of the week is difficult one day daylight of the week that you go and rest every week one day no i don't believe it so monday to friday we are working if say saturday we are working Sunday we are working more than that. Oh, yes. Hey, hey! So when will we rest? One evening. One day, maybe Monday. Go home from work. Five, five o'clock. You are heading home. Six. You are home. When you get home, sit down and rest. Look, if you have the habit of already being with your family it will be very easy that the monday in my in my house before the children grew up and left me monday evening was family time i know children i know children of a certain age teenagers and things they will not come and sit down so monday evening there must be food and sinny come and sit down sit down and watch a film they will laugh 
when the film is over, we will sit down until midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Say, oh, my children, look, most of my the films I watch, my children are my suppliers. So for this new baby, I watch it. One Christmas, we were watching a film, and my son bought the film. See, bring the bino mushes in the band at the As we were watching the film, there's a woman came. She began to remove her dress. Hey, so how we worry him? He ran away from the house. What film are you watching? Hey, you want the film? What is this? He ran away. No, Johnny. Yeah. You cannot bring a bad film. Don't you be first in the bunny be a mafia. But you see, it makes us all, it draws us closer together. It, it makes a family. You see, if you are a pastor, a man of God, your place of rest is your home. And your children, look, your preaching doesn't work. Why? It's your life. Your preaching doesn't work. It's your life. Don't bother preaching to children. They are, they are watching you. And they are analyzing you. And the children they know things. One boy said, Mommy, I know things. I'm happy to ask you what things do you know? <laughs> I know things. Children they know things. One day I was talking to a, a lady here. Her child came around seven. Yeah, go, go, go. I said, the child already knows what we are talking. They know already. They know already. They know things. Amen. Amen. You must have one day or so, one evening a week and so that you rest. And you remember, I said, now you remember the job. Hey. Number 15. Witness to every unbeliever you meet witness to every unbeliever you meet you see in my in my life i don't meet many unbelievers so i, I play golf every caddy who walk by me on the golf course, I'll preach to you. I, I cannot sit. I cannot sit in VIP from Accra to Kumasi four hours, five hours by somebody, and I won't talk. No. No. I will be in a bus, in a taxi, or something, and I won't talk to somebody. No. Anybody I meet, I witness to the person. Anybody, everybody, anybody I meet, I it is my is my culture, my habit. It began by witnessing to everybody I meet. I have one one worry. I am not sure when we are in church and we do altar call and they come forward, who gets their souls? Whose credit they go to? Is it me? Who, who did the altar call? So or the not. pastors who are supporting, or the people who are praying out there? I'm not sure. When I do altar call and they are coming forward like that, am I famous? I'm not sure. So I want to be sure that I will have some small souls 
to my credit. I don't bank on the altar call to give me souls that I have won. I find my own. I, ask, I go and do my own witnessing and soul soul winning. May you witness to every unbeliever that you meet. Amen. Number 16. Write this one. Every man. Write this one. Every man. Write this one. Don't borrow money. Don't borrow money. When you borrow money, you are digging a hole. And very likely you can't pay again. And you have gotten a new habit of being in debt. No matter how hot you are, don't borrow money. Are you listening? Don't borrow money. Manage. I said manage. You manage. You manage. Amen. Amen. Maybe you eat. But you won't die. Maybe you can't buy that dress. Maybe you want to be toss out Maybe anything. You have enough dresses. Maybe you can't press on with the project. Press pause. And so do not borrow money. Amen. Amen. I said, do not borrow money. Do you know why? Bible says you will lend to many. That's what the Bible says. You will lend to many. When you borrow, you are going directly against what the Bible says. You will lend and not borrow. Tell somebody if you have borrowed money, go and pay quickly. Escape poverty. Escape being in debt as you possible. Amen. Amen. Number 17. Set aside time to wait on God every few months. What is God saying? What is God saying? God is always saying something. God is always saying something. Set aside time to wait for God. All this make you a good leader. Amen. Amen. They make you a good leader. These are habits. Save money. Number 18. Save money. The money now already is finishing. You know something? Because it's finishing already. If you move 20 or 50. You already, it, it makes no difference. Do you understand? Already, the budget is tight. Already, we are struggling. The money by the 18th is finished. Every month, remove 20 or 50. It will finish on the 16th. Or the 17th. Or the 18th. It makes no difference. You will still manage until the 30th. It makes no difference. Do you understand? You say, oh, I need it. I, I began a certain bank account. Remove 20 cities, 50 cities, 100 cities. Just remove it from my account. Every month, remove it. 
account one day I went to check so say I told the banker, don't stop, keep doing it. Don't stop, keep doing it. Removing just a little every month. So we can crave free. I check thousands. I said, Oh, Mr. Banker, you are a good man. Why? He is very happy today. <laughs> save every month. No matter how little, save every month. I I listening. I said, no matter how little, if it's milotin, you're going to open a milotin and put in coins. Do that. If you are going to manage small, just do that. Save every month. Number 19. Don't watch much television. Men share a TV be brave, TV. No, no, no. Don't watch TV. Men share TV be brave. I don't watch TV. Also, no, she TV. I don't see what there is to watch on TV much. Only certain programs, preachings, and other Christian programs that I watch. There's no much to watch. Tell someone don't watch TV. Don't watch TV. Oh, I want entertainment. There are, there are messages that are very entertaining. There are things you can watch. There are, there are many things you can watch. And number 20. Tithe every month. Tithe every month. Hallelujah. Amen. These habits. Plus reading. Now Plus reading. These habits. Look, you cannot leave this conference without carrying books with you. No, 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 no. You cannot leave. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try my very best, my very best, so you can get books to buy. I'm going to try that nobody will go away here without buying a book you, you, you need to get books I didn't hear an amen amen there is a, one of the gifts of our bishop one of the fantastic abilities God has given him these 60 books they cover almost every area of life ministry life uh, uh, health everything church growth uh, they cover everything how to behave family everything anointing power administration to me how to preach whatever you need to know about ministry I don't know what topic I don't know what topic you are thinking about but it's here and if you can get these books to carry away with you and you have the habits this habit your life will change put your hands together oh your clapping is in some Lay your hands on your head. 
if you know how to pray if you know how to pray this is the time to show it when you pray in your room you can be quiet and pray but when you are praying in a corporate place like this not a quiet prayer it's a loud prayer shall we pray just pray just one minute one minute it's a loud prayer shall there's no shame there is no shame there is no shame there is a loud prayer just talk to God one minute let me have a good habit that will make me a good leader let me have the habit that will change me let me have the ability that will make me a very good person in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus just one minute more lift your voice loud and shout I know how to pray I pray every day today is normal I'm just flowing in it I'm just flowing in it I'm just moving along easily 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 I can lift my voice I can lift my voice heaven will hear me heaven will hear me I am saying things I am speaking mysteries 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 what I'm saying only God knows but they are important what I'm saying, only God knows. But it's very important about my life, about my church, about my ministry, about my future, about my family. Whatever it is, I'm breaking down things. I'm building things. I'm causing things to happen. They will happen. They will happen. Lift the voice and pray. As you pray, you are watering a word. You are watering a word. That to go into you. May you be a man, a leader that God has empowered. And God is using to make a difference in these days. May you be a leader who is standing at the forefront of church growth. May you be a leader who's making a difference. Who's making a difference in the land. In the land. Because of you, things are changing. Because of you, things are happening. Because of you, families, families are being built up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word is like a seed that falls into soil. May it find good soil this evening. It's a seed that is planted and begins to grow. May no seed die. A, a, a still death but may it die and bring forth much in our lives in our hearts in the name of Jesus may everyone here be transformed into a leader that God is, can use in these last days
and that God will use in the building of his church in this at this time and that by the power of the spoken word we are setting anointing coming to our hearts into our lives and cause us to rise up and flourish as great men and great women in the name of Jesus father let these words transform us cause us to move forward like new people recreated let all habits and all dirty things and de- dead things pass away out of our lives and let a new a new thing come to pass thank you so very much for our father bishop Dag. thank you for the anointing and the spirit he has passed on to us that we walk in ministry and become fruitful bearing much fruits thank you for these his words that go forth and cause life in many others thank you that at every stage a new life is being birthed and being strengthened within us let it unfold let it unfold greatly mightily in our lives in Jesus name and all the saints said amen amen put your hands together